Welcome back, people, to Alphabet Flight and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where art and I, or sometimes one of us has a guest too, go through the official hard, hard book of the Marvel Universe and talk about the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Perry, and with me this week, it's a Bible, Bible scholar from a, they're very biblical and, and spiritual and religious. It's art. Uh, did you know that the uh, <laughs> sentiment of uh, God helps who helps uh, who helps themselves does not appear in the Bible once at all? Well, sure, it it's doesn't. literally made it. It's people. It, it's just a pull yourself pull yourself up by the bootstraps thing. Yep, uh, that people uh, do. This is America. Don't catch uh, you doing stuff you're not supposed to also, that God wouldn't want you to do. Also, the hell as we conceive it uh, was made up by a person writing incel Bible fanfic. Don't get me started. You're talking about Dante? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm gonna go- I would literally go to hell for this girl that I never even talked to once. Shut the fuck up. Do you, do you think? Do you think if Self, King, no, even worse, self insert incel Bible fanfic. Do you, do you think that if incel King himself, Jordan Peterson, if he had been born when uh, Dante's Inferno was written, he himself would have been Dante and would have written said Inferno? I uh, see. There's no Disney movies for him to riff off of, so I think he wouldn't be able to. <laughs> He won't. He won't. He won't cry at the idea of uh, of of Pinocchio. If you look, (laughs) if you look at the Little Mermaid, and there's his her friend Sebastian, and you know what Sebastian does? He's a good little clam who cleans his room. But we all just need to clean our rooms. He'd he'd probably he'd he'd probably go up to uh he'd he'd probably go to uh during Paradiso. And would be like, oh, you have to be like this good to get in here. Be like, up yours, woke moralist. We'll see you cancel soon. <laughs> and they and they go, bruh, it's the seventeenth century. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! It's... <laughs> Although to be fair, it is my favorite Bible fanfic. Uh, it's, it, I mean, it can get a little horny at times. Dude, also real petty. Like he just specifically oh, yeah, names sure. people he hates in it, and the, like that's the thing people know about those people the most is apparently <laughs> they belong in hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I also like I called you a Bible scholar, and the first thing you said was, "Did you know that there's a part of the Bible that's not even really the Bible?" <laughs> <clears throat> also, Satan, uh, as we know, Satan. It doesn't really appear, but whatever. Okay, whatever. let's, let's, Satan, let's Satan. talk about. Let's talk about this, dude. Let's talk about Bible John. Real name is John Carrick, alias is Damascene, and marked one of legend. Every time, not every time, but sometimes I'll see the word marked and I'll read it as marked. So that's fun. A uh, fun fact about me. Um, no dual identity. I bet you also, whatever you see, epitome, you're just like, yeah, epitome. Cis straight white guy on the podcast. <laughs> I, I, that's his I, personality. I, 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 
subtle. No, that's uh, subtle. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll have your blackened salmon. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're not pres- prescriptivists. I can't say words. I, we're not prescriptivists when it comes to language. If you understand what the person's saying, they say oh, it I don't right. Give a, I don't give a but, crap. I don't but it is crap. very fun. <laughs> it, is very, <laughs> it is very fun to like piss off people who are like elitist assholes by going like, yes, that's the epitome of classism. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, occupation, scholar, (laughs) no, scholar, former Cronenberg Institute, director of antiquities, citizenship, UK, place of birth, Edinburgh, Scotland in the UK. Okay, he was in the good part of the UK. Edinburgh, Scotland should be celebrated. Everywhere but England is okay. Uh, no known relatives, group affiliation with the Qatari, PhD in history, and first appearance is Blade, the Vampire Hunter, number one from 1994. Excuse me. Now, here's the thing about the creator of uh, Bible John. There's nothing listed specifically as the creator, uh, but the... Uh, the, the writer for this issue was Ian Edgington. Uh, so I assume we're crediting Ian. I generally like if, if there's no one as specifically like you can generally, it's a pretty, it's pretty spot on to say the penciler and the, uh, the white yeah. writer are the creators. Cause they are the yeah. ones who have to make the uh, character as, yeah. you know, as it appears. Uh, so Doug Wheatley was the penciler. Uh, yeah so so. ian and doug um this cover is super sick (laughs) it's a sick cover i just don't i I like it (laughs) okay here's the thing um uh blade is not in his final form yet the form where everyone decided why don't we just do wesley snipes because that was that's the form that blade is (laughs) now but he's not Uh, wasn't he like a uh a pimp at one point too I don't think so. He sure. had some some kind of like. It was a detective. I know that. Oh wait, are you talking Wesley Snipes? No, 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 no. Oh. Blade. I'm not sure. I, I have a blind spot for Blade. All I know is that he's doing uh, what is typically known as like the female uh, uh, comic book uh, character pose. But I mean, he do got that booty though. Yeah, like he, he's doing the. I'm showing my chest and my butt at the same time. Yeah, somehow. Uh, and, and he doesn't have like the cool tactical katanas yet. He just has yeah, he's, traditional he's, ones. Um, also, isn't Blade supposed to be traditionally British? I okay. I I know he was born in Britain. Like I, he was born in London, but like I'm not sure who raised him. So the thing is, is like I still somehow I still want him to have a British accent, though. You know, I do too. But I guess we're not getting that in the MCU. Well, no, we're not getting it in the games either. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I like, don't know. Let me look real quick. What, what, who, do, who did he... Uh... <laughs> I, I, he was born in a brothel in Soho in Great Britain. Yeah, but like, who raised him? Where was where, where raised? Oh, I don't know. Uh, moved... Da, 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 da. London. I don't know. Well get to blade eventually i just always think that he should be like sound british and he's not he does he never does well maybe someday uh this cover's pretty cool too there is who is presumed to be uh dracula behind blade uh with his creepy fingers and his 
ring of yeah. power on. Uh, and it says in this issue, the return. Dracula. Spooky. So, oh, by the way, we haven't been describing the characters, what they look like. Oh, yeah, that's right. What do you, what do you think about the look of Bible John? Uh, he, he looks... He kind of reminds me of Thunderstrike. Thunderstrike? No, not Thunderstrike. Thunder, 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 the... no, okay, no, here's, here's what I... Here's, he reminds me of a blonde uh, Manson. <laughs> Charles Man. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. good. Yeah. Later, whenever he carved <laughs> the swastika in his forehead. But yeah, instead, except it's a cross. It's a cross, which... What, wait, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Please tell me I have a rib shot noise. I don't. Okay. Hold on. What's I might have. I might wait, have wait, one. But what's oh. the difference between a uh, cross and a uh, swastika? No, no, but you're supposed to do the rim shot right after that. Okay. Oh, well, sorry. I thought. Well, okay. Well, what's the difference? Okay. I'll need. I remember. I need to add a rim shot. That's <laughs> my thing. Okay. Hold on. I got more. That was the same one. I'm sorry. Oh, nope. No, no. That one. Not jokey. Not jokey either. No, that was stupid. That was from John Tron, apparently. Ooh, that had a punch to it. Okay, but but uh, to get rid of all the edgy atheists uh, off this podcast. Yeah. Um. But See yeah, you he, guys. he 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 reminds me, but he does like he has a Manson vibe, kinda though with the um. He has a cross on the forehead. He has like tiny brown glasses. Yeah, John Lennon glasses. Yeah. Um, he's carrying uh it, what's a, what are those things called? The things that you they put the 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 smoke in and swing it around. I honestly have no idea what they're called. Yeah, it looks like he has one of those on a as uh, on a string. He's it wearing like be. a trench coat. Yeah, he's got some nice lacy boots on too. Yeah, so um, by lacy, it means like laced l- l- shoelaces. Not I think they like, can figure it out. They're smart. But they could be laced boots, though. That's the thing. Made out of lace. True. Anyway, according to his own account, Professor John Carrick was uh, former, formerly the Cronenberg Institute of London's Director of Antiquities, uh, specializing in studying the occult until a discovery on an East African archaeological dig forever changed his life. Searching for the tomb of a notorious uh, Knight Templar, Templar? Templar. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, John uncovered an identified, an unidentified entity which slew the rest of the dig team, and John escaped this fate by cutting protective sigils into his own flesh, but was driven temporarily insane by his experience. Uh, hmm. I, w- I wonder why. Insert, insert joke about the occult here. Anyway. Well, well no, no. <laughs> it's just like, it, it's just also like, I wonder why you would go insane after having after carving stuff into your own body, yeah, I wonder why. I wonder if there's a there's a if there's a link to that at all. When he had finally recovered, he found he had developed psychic abilities, notably precognitive dreams, and he vowed to use his new gifts to thwart the dark forces that loose on the earth. He joined the Cathari, an ancient and I uh, I think I've said that differently both times now. Um, oh, who cares? I don't care. Uh, an ancient and nearly extinct order of warrior scholars, but his ongoing campaign against evil saw him eventually incarcerated in a padded cell in the Nyman Psychiatric. Wow, psychiatric clinic. He spent several months there until prompted to escape by a dream, showing the apparent deaths of the Night Stalkers Frank Drake and Hannibal King, 
and that the future path of uh, the surviving knots, Night Stalker, the vampire hunter Blade, would be intertwined with its own, preventing the recently resurrected Dracula from turning New York into a ch- charnel house. Charnel house? Charnel. Charnel. John tracked Blade down, finding him retired and suffering from survivor's guilt, and convinced him to return to action, taking up residence in the Chiaroscuro, uh, an abandoned block-sized annex of the Cathari's Academy of Light and Shade. John gradually earned Blade's trust. Accompanied by Blade, he tracked Dracula to the Body Hammer nightclub, where they battled both Dracula and rival vampire Aaron Thorne and Thorne's bad seed minions. Then later, John led his ally to Los Angeles, where they failed to prevent the voodooian Marie Laveau from summoning the vampire Lord Barney's spirit, which then took over the body of the vampire Night Terror. Neither encounter was was a success, as in each case, their undead foes escaped. John was later attacked in Sierra Oscuro by a doppelganger of the vampire Deacon Frost and tortured for the location of the amulet of Octaviano, which Frost needed to summon the demon Nezarel. John's psychic distress call alerted Blade, who drove Frost off, but John was left near to death. Blade briefly took John to St. Jude's Hospital for treatment and later had to break the still critically ill John out after police placed him under guard as an escaped madman. While hospitalized, mm. John had a vision showing him that Blade's fellow Night Stalkers lived, but were trapped as components of the revived Dracula, though he was initially too weak to divulge this to Blade. Marie Laveau sent the undead Vamps twins to slay John after foreseeing that John was her preordained adversary, but Blade destroyed her assassins before they could fulfill their mission. Nonetheless, John's condition worsened until Crossbow, cyborg Blade, who had traveled back in time from an alternate future, where John's injuries had proven fatal, secretly provided vital medical attention. After this, John swiftly recovered and, in an undisclosed circumstances, uh, later helped Blade free Drake and King from their captivity, presumably preventing the vision that had drawn him to Blade from coming to pass. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Height, uh, height 510, weight 170. Blue eyes, blonde hair. Bible John displayed psychic powers, including clairvoyant and precognitive dreams, and the ability to telepathically call for help. He has mystic sigil scars across his entire body, including crosses. Touching his bare flesh can burn vampires as powerful as Dracula, and he possesses extensive magical and occult knowledge, though he displayed no aptitude for personal spellcasting. Uh, he has access to the Cathari's mystical uh, yeah, mystical weapons and books stored in the Chiaroscuro, including a Chinese witch compass, 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 which has drawn to negative mag- magical energy, which was drawn to negative magical energy. I'm good reading, allowing him to locate both Dracula and Marie Laveau and the Grimorium Verum, a catalog of the arsenal of darkness. Uh, mm. So Man. that's good stuff, right? So, okay, I will admit. That while are we in, are Blade we in a, is cool, <laughs> a lot of his supporting cast is kind of boring. Kind of sucks. Kind of <laughs> sucks. Uh, it kind of feels like we're in a dry period right now with some of the characters that we're talking about. But you know what's not too dry is trivia. Hey, did you, did you remember anything I just told you about? Art, which hospital did Blade take John to? Uh, the only thing I remember is Cronenberg. Uh, that's the only thing I remember. I know that's not right. So Sticking to St. Jude's Hospital. <laughs> oh, there's a St. Jude right up the street from me. Mm. They went to a, ch- a children's hospital? That's, that's what weird. I thought. 
That's why I would. I made it the. That's why I made it the trivia because it sounded like it took a grown man to a children's hospital. <laughs> but his mind is like a child. They What's get, the difference? They get done, and he looks at the doctor. The doctor's been real serious. He's like, "Sir, you've you've got some severe mental anguish, and you're gonna need to be heavily medicated and under close guard." And John goes, "Man, that sucks." And he looks at him square in the eye and goes, "Can I have a wally pop?" <laughs> Well, he does because he's been a really brave boy. Yeah, I've been really good. I only cried once. Did you see my mommy? <laughs> do you do the trick again with the glove where you blow it up and make it look like a chicken? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, I think that does it for this week. Follow the show on all social media at Alphabet Flight. Support the show on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash alphabet flight. Uh, and that's it. We'll see y'all next time. Until then, yeah. may Kanchi guide you through all your night. Be safe. Bye.